0: back in the saddle man bonus hour yes indeed you're getting that bonus content right here on Steelers nation radio as we continue to take you through these ota practices man and covering them live and we talked about the benefits of us being down here on the south side we talk about the benefits of us having the opportunity to see these practices live that means that we get a chance to talk to some of these players man in person on the mic and we are joined by tight end zach Gentry in the flesh, man. How you doing,
1: baby? I'm doing great. I hope you guys are doing well too. It's a beautiful day.
0: No, absolutely, man. And I must say, man, you are a lot larger this close up, man, compared to you know when you're talking (laughs) on phones and stuff like that, man. The physique is there. I'm loving it. I'm loving it, man. I appreciate you, man. I've been working on it. No, no doubt, (laughs) man. It's paying off, man. But how are you feeling this go around, man? This is drastically different for
1: you this year, this time in comparison to a year ago for you, man. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, it's obviously a much more comfortable situation for me. Um, You know. In part, like you said, I was able to transform yeah. my body a little bit. I get another year under my belt, and uh, I'm headed into year four, which is hard to believe. easy, man, um, it goes fast. I'm one, of the, I'm one of the old guys on the <laughs> offense now, man. I think it's like me, uh, Jukes and and uh, Mason are like the oldest ten <laughs> year guys on the team. Yeah. yeah,
2: yeah, No, that that's crazy. So, is your mindset, your mentality, where in the past it's maybe been a little bit more log jammed at the tight end position? Now it feels like you're more established. Your role is is more concrete here. Does that change your mentality at all, or is it still you got to go out and compete with the same edge every single day?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think when you get to this level, everybody is obviously coming out and competing with that edge every day. But uh, at the same time, I felt like I was kind of uh, finding my home, my role on the team, especially during last season. Um, and so I kind of know what that is. You know, I think uh, Pat brings something to the tight end room. I bring something to the tight end room, and I think it kind of balances out well. So I, ca- I definitely know my role, uh, but still the tight ends are – I would say the the best group on the team at bringing the edge every day.
0: there we go. There, There, I say you got to hold it down for your position, man. If you don't come up here and talk about it, then who will?
1: Absolutely, that's right. So,
0: man, we saw in terms of your role last year. I mean, you really emerged in just being a physical blocking tight end, man. That that was something that to me, when I watched you on tape, I thought jumped out a lot. What are some of the things that you're doing this off season to continue developing your game and just
1: expanding what you already have set uh, set place so far? Sure, I mean I'm I'm continuing on. Um, you know, I'm getting getting stronger, getting a little bit bigger. You know, getting the body fat down a little bit. I think I'm going to play about five six pounds lighter than I did last year. Okay, so okay. Move around a little better, but um, you know, really, uh, last year was just big, and I'm just kind of building on that. Working with Coach Fredo, who does a great job of developing all of us, and so I feel way more comfortable with my footwork in the run game, mm-hmm. hat, hands, everything. And so now it's just about um, you know continuing to do that, getting better at that, and see if I can get some more touches. There we go was there did you feel like there was a moment where everything kind of clicked for you last season or was it more so just
2: you've been dedicated to the process and it was you know kind of just the right time right opportunity
1: um well you know i felt pretty good during camp last year um i was that's when i was really emerging as a blocker and making some plays in the passing game and so i think that momentum just carried me through the pre and through the regular season um and then of course like when we get into the regular season we're playing guys like von miller and guys like that and you know i'm doing a good job blocking them so it's like okay I'm, I'm, like, realizing, okay, you know, I I can do a pretty good job at this and I can continue to build on that.
0: Well, and that's something that that I would always say, man, when you're able to put it out there on the field and you can look back and say, hey, I did block this guy. That confidence boost, man, I I think that that's one of those things that it's hard to put a value on. But we know it means so much to a player like you, man. And you were just literally talking about it right there. So just elaborate a little bit more. Now that you're talking about going into this year where you already have done that, how much – more confident do you
1: feel about that, man? When you are talking about lineup against these guys? Oh, absolutely! I feel way more confident, you know. And I was confident last year, and so, um, you know, I am really just ready to, to master it and take it over this year. And like you said, you know, it's a it's a it's a big compliment and uh, and uh, you know, boost to your own you know gameplay when you can yeah, watch it on tape and see yourself doing it against the elites, and you know, have some conversations with those guys during the game, and you know, respect and respect. So it's, it's been awesome. Ben Roethlisberger no
2: longer here, 18-year future Hall of Famer. With that, we all kind of think the offense could be moving in a different direction. There's a lot of new moving parts. The offensive line has been reshuffled a little bit. Quarterback competition for the first time in a while. Does that change anything for you out here, or is it still just business as usual?
1: I mean, it, in part, it's business as usual, but at the same time, you know, it's a lot of new faces, man. It's uh, like I said, I'm one of the older guys on the team yeah. now on the offense, which at is least. crazy. Yeah. You're, you're one of the few guys I believe on the team that's actually been to Latrobe now for training camp, exactly, correct? Yeah, wow. yeah. exactly. Because so. your
2: rookie man. year, you would have been sure. there. Sure, sure, and yeah. I think now there's only like 20 guys on the that's team I want to say who have been to Latrobe for exactly. camp. Yeah,
1: exactly. So I guess my roles kind of changed a little bit there. I'm more of a leader of the offense, and uh, but you know, as a team. It's pretty much business as usual, you know. Coach Tomlin does a fantastic job of just making the routine routine. You know, you, you yeah. finish do the routine things. Um, you know, all all the quarterbacks that are repping right now. Look great. Yeah. They've done a great job in the huddle. Great job executing. So I think for the most part, it's business as usual. Just some new new faces and uh, new new pieces on the offensive line. But uh, I think we're just going to keep clicking.
0: Now, we know this offseason, with the transition of Ben Roethlisberger, that also opened up for Matt Canada and a lot of the expectations about, you know, the new wrinkles that he's going to be introducing and stuff like that. From your perspective, man, how has that been for you, seeing his offense year one to year two now?
1: I mean, there's definitely some new wrinkles. There's yeah. some. There's kind of a new mindset on the offense. You know, I think we're going to really work hard to establish a dominant running game, mm, okay. which is going to open up the play-action pass, open up obviously drop back. I mean, it's we're going to we're we're going to work really hard to establish a dominant run game um, because obviously the, the best teams in the NFL are able to run the ball and mm-hmm. play off of that.
2: You mentioned that dominant run game, and you, you talked a little bit earlier about your body transformation. Man, Najee Harris, not that he didn't look impressive in the past, Crazies. right, but he has just, uh, I mean, he,
1: he, Moats was saying earlier, he looks like one of those G.I. Joe action figures sure. now we used to play with as kids. No doubt. No, he's absolutely, he was an action figure already. And, I, you know, I went up to him because, I mean, think about how, how explosive he was last year and everything. Yeah. And, I mean, he, he looks even more explosive this year. I mean, he's making some moves and, and spinning and twisting with his, you know, tripod on the ground and everything. <laughs> I mean, he's, he really looks, he looks fantastic. I mean, it, it's amazing to see even a guy that looks so good his rookie year. Right even be more comfortable with second year being as productive as he was last year
0: no absolutely man we're joined right now by still tight end Zach Gentry now Zach talk about what was your all season like man what were some of the things that you did specifically to change your body you talked about man playing a little bit lighter this year and I'm looking at your frame and I'm saying like man you look good like the leanness the the muscles are definitely showing like what were some of the things that you did that may have been different than the years past for you
1: yeah I mean well I, I just I did more conditioning that was the one thing one of the things that coach t and coach fredo wanted me to do is just make sure um you know we're gonna hopefully do a lot of two tight end sets this year so you need to be in shape um be able to run for days so i was <laughs> doing a lot of that and, you know i went i always go back home to albuquerque new mexico with my folks so uh i was working on the, in the high mountain you yeah, know not is. a lot of oxygen <laughs> up there so i was feeling pretty good you mentioned kind of being one of the, the veteran guys on the offense now
2: fourth year i guess you know you're kind of the, the upperclassman to, to some of these new guys is that one of the biggest things that they ask you about is just the body transformation and what should I be doing throughout this offseason in that
1: process? Is, is that a big part of, of what they want to know from the veteran guys? <laughs> yeah, no doubt. I mean, Moats knows that those guys come in and they're yes. wide eyed and they're, <laughs> you know, and, and I remember coming in rookie mini in my first OTAs, man, it's a, it's a whirlwind and you're you're afraid to step on anybody's toes sure. and you're afraid to screw up and, you know, because it, you, it's your job, you know. And Walking so, on eggshells oh, a little it, bit. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah. you know, um, you're everywhere, you know, weight room outside uh, in the meeting room. So I think just making a point to go out of the way and just be there for the guys in, in general, you know, and kind of guide them, is a uh, big time.
2: We got a visitor here. <laughs> as, as Chase Claypool is coming to mess oh, with. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Put the mic right on your lip, boy.
2: <laughs> That's the beauty of
0: we need bra- We need video, we need video stream out That's the closest here, anybody's
2: yeah.
1: ever gotten to that dang mic. <laughs> Everyone needs to see yeah. Chase Claypool creeping up well, on it Zach
0: it's funny because we're all looking. We're trying to be professionals. Yeah, I was Zach, trying not Zach to give Zach it is away. Zach trying to give his, his answer, and I'm like, I don't know what Chase is about to do.
1: This I could see <laughs> him in the reflection of the day window. <laughs> no, <laughs> he thought he was funny. sneaking up on you. You had him the whole way. See, because, like you said, you're not a rookie
0: anymore, man. That's yeah. that vet right there, man. You're, oh, exactly. you're savvy. You're getting real yeah, savvy out, out here. Head man. on a
1: swivel. <laughs> I need to pull that mic away as soon as he's about to face it.
0: Let's go, man. But, um, but. Going back to you being this veteran now, man, what does that feel like for you, man? Now that you're looking and guys are looking to you, they're asking you, what's this process like, man? Hey, what do we expect on day two of
1: OTAs versus day three? What can we expect going back to late trope? How are you embracing that role, man? Man, it's been pretty awesome, but I'm not going to lie. It does not feel like it's going to be my fourth year, man. But I do, You know, it's <laughs> yeah. nice, though, because I do know there's nothing nothing that's gonna they're going to hit me with that's it. going to be unexpected. You know, mm-hmm. I know the schedule. I know yeah. where to be, when to be there. And so that's where I can help the younger guys. So nothing's going to surprise me or astonish me, but I still feel like I'm freaking 17 years old. So <laughs> It's making me feel a little old, <laughs> thinking it's my fourth year here.
2: <laughs>
1: Zach, what's kind of so, – so now,
2: right, feeling more established, fourth year, carved out a role on the team. What are still, though – we know you, you guys always – it doesn't matter if you're T.J. Watt and you're coming off Defensive Player of the Year. You always
1: have those next checklists, those things that you're looking to accomplish. Sure. What is that for you this year? Man, I just want to hopefully get a little more involved in the passing game. Um, you know, I, th- I had 23 catches last year. Um, you know, which isn't bad, but I'm, um, you know, selfishly, I'd like a few more touches. Yeah. But um, you know, you've got to work on your craft in order to do that, and I feel like I've done that in the off-season. Going to continue to do that, um, and really lobbying for a lot of two tight end sets with my boy Pat
0: Let's go. and um,
1: <laughs> just hopefully, honestly, I just I hope that our tight end room can just do whatever whatever they can to help us win games on Sundays and, and be the best tight end group in, in the NFL. I like it. I like it, ladies and gentlemen. Zach Jinch with the Pittsburgh Steelers
0: starting tight end, or trying to be one of these starting tight ends. Yeah. So we, I want you in there. We're sure counting. We're I was to say, you keep saying two tight ends. I'm like, come on, man. I, let's,
1: let's, it's happening. I started 16 games last year. I, was I, saying, I know. Hey, all there right, then. There it is, go. then, baby. <laughs>
2: yes, indeed. Touchdown this year coming?
1: Oh, I need it. I every, <laughs>
2: need it. Every week, I'm going to be on my, I'm gonna be on my app. right? I'm going to be throwing money on Zach to score every I single week.
1: I wouldn't put money, but I would. Just a few shillings, you know? You know, I might be in pass with me and Pat out there.
2: The real question is this, though.
1: I'll tell you when you put the money on it. If, okay, if,
0: sounds if, good. If you touch paint this year, when, when, I'm never say if when you go. score oh, this now year. Now
1: we're talking. Yeah.
0: Do you have a celebration already prepared? Because we know that's that's you gotta have some type of thing to make your you know you gotta stand out.
1: Hey, I got a couple in mind but I, I got I gotta get my boy seven right Ben was trying to get me one last year we had a celebration together I'm gonna I'm gonna still do that <laughs> in, in honor of him
0: there, go. there we go ladies and gentlemen there we go ladies and gentlemen tight end for the Pittsburgh still Zach Gentry man we definitely appreciate you taking some time to join us I'll today appreciate, man keep appreciate going up and man yeah. keep having a great offseason as well man like I said Absolutely. man we definitely can see the growth in you man physically and on the field man especially so nothing but the best going I'll forward baby you, man thanks guys no doubt no doubt ladies and gentlemen right there Zach Gentry tight the Pittsburgh Steelers man always a blast talking with him and seeing just the growth that him and a lot of these other younger guys are having right now man but time to go to another break because we don't get fined not on the south side that's not going to happen today so when we come back man we'll continue talking about the OTAs and some of this news that's been going on with the Pittsburgh Steelers Arthur and Wesley Euler on SNR Arthur Moats, Wesley Euler back. Continue to have our conversations, man, as we are reacting live to all the OTA action, and we are joined by a new member of the Steelers family, baby. Yes, indeed, James Daniel. How are you doing, man? Welcome to the Steelers family, man. How, how you adjusting so far?
3: I'm doing well. I'm doing really well. I mean, it's been great so far, and I'm excited to keep on working and keep on building to what I've been doing, so, you know. It's been good. It's been great.
0: No, nah, man. We're definitely excited to have you here, man. Um, just talk a little bit about man what went into that process for you joining the team, man. Coming <laughs> over from Chicago and everything.
3: I mean at first at first I thought at first I thought like Chicago was gonna resign me and then my agent my agent was talking to me. He said, Yeah, there really wasn't there really wasn't much communication with Chicago then once once I heard that I knew I'd be going elsewhere and so um, had a lot of interest, and, I mean, the best option was here with the Steelers. I mean, I'm excited, and so it's been good.
2: Why did you feel that, that Pittsburgh was the best option for you?
3: I just felt like from, well, first of all, from, like, a coaching, from a coaching standpoint, like stability. I mean, Coach T has been, I mean, he's what he's done before with a no losing seasons in 15 years, mm-hmm. that's something no coach has done in NFL history, and just it just shows you that, like, how – just like fundamental and like how much like they believe and trust the process. Pretty much it means very similar to what C- Coach Ferrance has done in Iowa. I mean Iowa Coach Ferrance has done something that I believe no other coach could ever do in college football history is be as successful as that at University of Iowa. And I mean I feel, really feel like Coach T and Coach Ferrance, I mean they do have a lot of similarities in that.
2: Uniforms are pretty similar too <laughs> out here hey, as man. well. Yeah, <laughs> actually that's 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 the reason why
3: <laughs> <laughs> that's the reason. That's the reason why I got number seventy-eight. You know, I mean, there we go. yeah, throwing it back to the college days. So I mean, it's the ex- exact, exact same uniform. Let's so, go. Except this, instead of the Steeler, I'm not sure what's called the Steeler circle. Oh, the yeah. like crest. The crest yeah, yeah, yeah. Instead of the Steeler crest, I mean, it's a Tigerhawk variety. Right. Iowa. So right, so it's a, right. I mean, I, I mean, it's exciting. So. Good.
0: No, I definitely like that. Now you're a guy, man, had, that has played and started multiple positions on this offensive line. Um, you are position flexibility, where they're starting at center, left guard, right guard. So just talk about, man, how are you feeling about that? Coming over here, where are you most comfortable at? And have they communicated where you're going to be situated at coming out the coming out the OTAs and stuff?
3: Yes, they said I'm gonna be situated at right guard, and okay. I mean I feel comfortable. I played 17 games last season yeah. at right guard, and. I mean, I feel good, and the best part about, like, working with OTAs now is, like, I mean, Chooks is here, Mason's here, so, I mean, a couple years ago with COVID, like, we couldn't get that work in during oh, OTAs. very true, short, yeah. short, very But true. now, but now, I mean, I'm working with people, I have worked, I mean, I'm getting to work with people that I haven't worked before, and we're building yeah. that relationship, we're building that chemistry, and that's a really big part, and so that's why I'm glad, like, that's why I'm glad that they're all here for OTAs, so yeah. we can get that communication and that, like, chemistry together.
2: One guy that you have worked with in the past, obviously, Mitch Trubisky. We know the quarterback conversation it's going to be a big part of the storylines this offseason. What can you tell us about Mitch and, and your time with him in the past?
3: I mean, Mitch, is, Mitch has been a great leader, and Mitch has always been someone who tries to make sure everyone else is okay before – I mean, himself is okay. I mean, in Chicago, he was always texting me and always like, "Hey, JD, you all right? You good? You good?" I mean, because like he knows. Like, I mean, you could ask him. Like, there was that when I was playing center in 2019. There was times like where we were struggling, he was struggling, I was struggling entire offense was struggling the team was struggling we lost like four or five straight and he was the one like texting me like hey keep your head up I mean we're gonna be good we're gonna be good and I mean Mitch has always been like a great guy always like invites us over to his house have food and just like do like team body things and Mitch has always been a good person to doing that
0: yeah ladies and gentlemen joined right now by James Daniels the Right guard for the Christmas. <laughs> now that we got that clarified, here we, we, we go, the right guard. That <laughs> interior offensive lineman put some respect on that position, baby. Absolutely, man. But um, sticking with the offensive line, we know that, you know, the O-line is going through a revamp period. You know, yes. a lot of the guys that, you know, played here in the past uh, are gone. The bigger name guys, the veteran players are gone. Now we're looking to guys like you and Chukes being leaders up there on that front. How do you feel about that?
3: I mean it feels it feels like it's it's really cool like yeah. I mean when I came into the league like the only thing I wanted to do was like earn the respect from my teammates like wow. so in Chicago like yeah. the only thing I wanted to do was like first like starter non-starter whatever the only thing I wanted to do was earn the respect of my teammates mm. and being a leader, your teammates ultimately respect you. They can trust on you, and that's mean. I mean, I haven't. I don't think I've earned that respect and that trust yet. But I mean, I'm glad that I'm doing. I think I'm doing everything in my ability, yeah. so I can earn that respect and I yeah. can earn that trust. Because when when your team trusts you, when they rely on you, and they know you, it's third and eight, fourth and three, and they know you're going to do your job. I mean, there's no greater feeling than that.
2: Mm-hmm. There's got to be a difference, right? When you, you talk about that, you know, earning your teammates' respect in a new organization like you had when you were drafted in Chicago and coming here to Pittsburgh, is it is it different though now that, that this is your heading in your fifth year in the league that you have had four years in the league already, or is it still kind of the same? You know, get to know everybody and carve out that role process.
3: Uh, I would say, I mean, there's I mean, there's give and take, but I mean. Cause like I haven't done well when I came to Chicago, I haven't done anything for the organization. Right. When I came to, the, I come here. I mean, I haven't done anything for the organization. So really, you can really only—it's hard to earn that respect before you come there. Sure, sure. I mean, of course, like I mean, I have. A, I mean, I have a. I have a great contract, and that's good. But. I mean, if I'm not performing, they're going to be like, he's just stealing money. Yeah. So, I mean, you know. I love how real you were right now. <laughs> yeah, <I love> <laughs> it's just like, yo, if I don't perform,
0: they're going to say I'm stealing. It's exactly. Right, they're going say- <laughs> to say, I love you already, man. This, this is perfect.
3: They're going to say highway <laughs> robbery. and I mean, and that's why, like, that's why, like, I'm trying so hard to earn the yeah. respect because, I mean, I know how. I know how people look at other people that are yeah. consider- that when they they're saying they're stealing money. Sure. And so, like, I'm gonna do my best, uh, to do the best I can. But really, the ultimately, you won't earn the respect's not earned until week one, You're week right. six. And I mean, like in Chicago, like I felt like the time when I earned the respect of like the teammates, mm-hmm. in my opinion, was like we played Detroit on Thanksgiving Day, and then the last play of the game, last well, second to last play of the game was like third and eight and I pull, and I carry Tariq for, like, the first down. Let's go. Like, I felt like that was, like, the moment, like, I earned the respect of, like, the team in Chicago. And that was in week, that was Thanksgiving, so week 11, 12. Yeah, Yeah, late in the year. And so it might take week 11 or 12 for me to earn the respect here. But, I mean, I know it's a process. I'm going to keep on doing that.
0: Now, do you feel any added pressure because of the contract, though? because this is very different in terms of when you're talking about coming into a room and now they're looking at you like, yo, you're one of the highest paid guys on the team. <laughs> that
3: is, yeah. we, we know it's, it's a lot that
0: goes with that, man. Yeah. Like how do you, how are you handling that though?
3: No, I really don't. I mean, I really don't see it as being, I mean, of course, I mean, it is, I'd be lying to say if it's not, I mean, it's not, I'd be lying to say if it, it is different. I mean. You got
0: the new money smile, too, right. man. I'm just throwing it out there. I've seen that look before. You got that look right there. You man. had that look a
3: few, years <laughs> a few years ago. I mean, I see that watch <laughs> you wear. Come I mean. on, man. It's a lot. To- <laughs> no, I mean, yes. I mean, there, there is added pressure, but I mean, football is football. Yeah. O line is O line. Do you get unblocked or do you not? Right. I mean, so, I mean, it's a fairly, I mean, it's hard, but it's simple. I mean, it's either you got unblocked that player or you didn't. And so, I mean, every player, every day, I just think about just getting better. And did I and just looking at things I need to improve on? If you keep on doing that, you will keep on improving.
2: We talked to Zach Gentry earlier, and he was talking about how he, he really feels the offense wants to establish an elite run game. Is is that something that you crave as an interior offensive lineman? You you want a running back like Najee Harris behind you in a system that wants to run the ball and kind of enforce your will on the defense?
3: Definitely. I mean, with our defense, if we can control the if we control any defense, if you can control the game with the run, I mean you're. You'll be very hard to beat, yeah. And so, we're doing our best to establish. We're doing our best to establish a run game. And every day, we're just trying to one by just stack the days one by one and making sure like we're all on the same page. But I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, I don't get paid. You don't get paid for run blocking. At the end of the day, it's third mm. and six. <laughs> Got to have it. You know? Okay. Plus, you know what I mean. So, sure. I mean, it, it would be nice. It, it is super nice that we are trying our best to establish a run game, but. At the end of the day, we're going to have to drop back and we're going to have to throw the ball.
0: Yeah, very true, very true. Ladies and gentlemen, joined by James Daniels, right guard of the Pittsburgh Steelers.
3: Thank you. Thank
0: there you. we go, there we go. <laughs> we're getting it out there. We're spreading yeah, spread the ball. I'm letting everybody know work. from here on out. He's the right guard, not left guard. Not, oh, he's going to
2: play. No, 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 no. Right Is Was that the that same thing you did when you were bouncing back and forth between oh, you're, you're, oh, playing on the edge and playing off ball yes, linebacker? You need you're like, that wait, no, I'm an edge rusher. No, this, this is I'm what a, I do now. I'm an interior linebacker.
0: You know, you take pride when he Right guard. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Spell it yeah. out for the people, man. But uh, the final question I have for you, though, James, man, is we know every year when you come into the offseason, you're always trying to figure out something to improve upon, whether it's hand placement, footwork, just, you know, being cleaner in terms of the mental errors and stuff like that. For you, what are you working on during this time frame right now? Something that you're saying, hey, you know, I want to improve this part of my game. <laughs>
3: You just said, I mean, three of them. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, so, I mean, it's hard because we don't have on patches. Right, hard, right. It's, really, it's very hard to focus on the physicality part. Mm-hmm. And so, right now, I am focusing on handwork and foot placement yeah. because once camp starts and once we put on the pads, that's when you can start working on the physicality part. Yeah. But right now, it's really just all handwork. Um, foot placement and really like reading like finding out how like read defenses compared to like our schemes because mm. like in Chicago I knew the nuances of like the West Coast system I don't know the nuances and I don't even know the offense yet here You right, know, right. and so like once and right now So I'm focused on learning the offense and once I learn the offense I can start learning the nuances and that can start helping me Become this is all before camp and then one, once camp comes of course you still want to learn the offense You still want to yeah. improve Handwork and foot placement, but it's more physical. It's more physicality, like improvement than during camp.
2: How much of that then is just straight X's and O's and playbook stuff versus developing the chemistry with the guys lining up next to you?
3: Uh, it. I mean, it depends because our coach is teaching like the technique the same. I mean, throughout relatively the same throughout the positions. Sure. And so it is nice because he's teaching the same technique. We can like fit in like we can do drill work like i can do drill work with like a left tackle but still all the same because we're teaching the same footwork same steps but i mean of course there is a lot you have to learn like right now like that's why we're all here we're learning the offense and Mm -hmm. we're installing Mm -hmm. just little by little every day and it's been going good so far
0: Nah, i like that man well we are excited to see you here we're excited to see you continue to grow within this organization man and hey man Continue to be the best right guard, right guard <laughs> that we could ever have right here in Pittsburgh, baby. But once again, James, man, we appreciate you taking some
3: time to join us. Thank and you. We wish you nothing Thanks, but James. the
0: best going forward, man.
3: Thank you, guys. Appreciate it.
0: No doubt. Ladies and gentlemen, right there, James Daniel, the right guard for the Pittsburgh Steelers.
2: Taking some time to talk with us, man. We definitely appreciate him for that right there, man. Absolutely. But um, I love it. You know what? It's funny, too, because one, of, that was one of the first things I think probably both of us yeah, were yeah. like, gonna talk to him about the okay center is left guard I mean, he, he, he cleared, has starts at all of them 23 cleared,
0: at left guard 17 at right eight at center i'm like i don't
2: know which he, one he's gonna go he with. he cleared that up right away for us absolutely and that's what man. we like he, I, he right right to the meat right come on
0: man what's the purpose of what, what's the point of having him here in person <laughs> and us not asking that question we're not, dance,
2: we're not dancing around the bush come here. on man
0: only you dance <laughs> with stars not me <laughs> but what i do know is this man it's about time to take another break so we are gonna do that but when we get Ooh, back final it is segment. the final segment yes oh, i know what that means so that means in the final segment, I'm not going to say anything. I'm going to turn it over to Wes. <laughs> He's going to open up the Twitter.com. And anybody that has been, you know, getting their thoughts, their comments, concerns out there, he is going to read them off and we are going to react to them live the way that we always do. And the best way to continue to get your comments, concerns in there is to hit us up on the Twitter.com at Dabody52. Dabody. At Wesley Euler. The good hair. And this is Arthur Motes and Wesley Euler on Steelers Nation Radio. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, Arthur Motes, Wesley Euler right here, Steelers Blitz, on Steelers Nation Radio for the final segment of today's show, which is always a ton of fun
2: ah, when yes. we are live
0: when we are on the South Side, when we get a chance to see practice in person and talk to players, and we just got done talking to two players back-to-back. Which were a were great ton interviews. of fun. Great absolutely. interviews. Zach Gentry Titan in for the Pittsburgh Steelers and the new free agent acquisition, James Daniel. Right guard. The right guard. Absolutely, man. Death was fun talking to both of them and hearing the contrast contrasting where they're at in the different stages of their careers, yeah. man. Um, but it really puts it in perspective, man, when you hear – the differences, man, of one guy becoming a little bit older. Now he's viewed as the veteran in terms of Zach Gentry. Then you have James talking about just the difference of when you have money now and the expectations and what you have to live up to for that, man. So it was definitely good to hear that, man. And it's just – it
2: is wild, too. Like, you, you know that whole just how how highly competitive the, the turnover that you always hear about in the NFL, how – you know, what the average mm-hmm. career is three years, I, I believe, is the number. Yeah when you hear guys like Zach Gentry, year four, James Daniels, year five, talking about how they're the veterans, they're mm-hmm. the leaders that everyone's looking into, that that really drives that home.
0: Yeah, without a doubt, man. Without a doubt. But uh One of the things that we're veterans at is reading off tweets, baby. So with that being said, my man, Wesley Ulla, I'm going to go ahead and turn it over to you because when it's most Wednesday, I get to dictate and delegate. So I have delegated you now.
2: All right, here we go. It is your time. Steel City Champs tweets us, and he says, I've seen a few videos going around Najee Harris having fun interacting throughout OTAs do you guys believe that he will set a standard when it comes to the running backs meaning he will turn the Steelers back into an elite running team
0: um yeah I definitely think that Najee has the potential to do that um based on what he looks like physically right now the growth the second year physical transformation that we are seeing from him I definitely think that he has a chance to bring this old thing back so to speak manning ultimately oh, really make it you know, a physical unit, make it a, a, a run-first unit. You know, we and, and when you talk about Pittsburgh, man, some of our best years, we've had those caliber running backs, whether you're talking Le'Veon Bell, we obviously know about Jerome Bettis, but even Willie Parker to an extent. Yep. I mean, like, yep. we've had guys. We
2: sure have. Sure have. Rashard Mendenhall had a few nice years in there. So
0: so when I think of Najee, I, I absolutely think that he is primed to do that, and I think that he will be the person to, to lead that charge in a sense, man.
2: I agree. I will add with the caveat, right? I mean, he, he, he can't do it himself. Correct. He he needs some help from the offensive line and the entire offense. Um, but I, it definitely feels like, you know, from the guys that we've talked to, you heard Zach Gentry say it straight up. You know, we want to be an elite running team, the best teams in this league. They can run the football when they need to. They can kind of assert their will in that regard. Um, and that's, I mean, we've heard it for the last two years, from Mr. Rooney to Kevin Colbert to Mike Tomlin, the need to get that run game going. I'm – I'm, you know what? I'm not even cautiously optimistic. I'm opti- I'm optimistic that that's going to happen this fall. I mean,
0: between Najee, between uh, the gentleman we were just talking to, James Daniel, and the other gentleman we were talking to, Zach Gentry, yeah. I think they're all going to play a, a pretty significant role in keeping this running game going in the right direction. Yes,
2: and if you missed it earlier, moats with the, the right description, uh, Najee Harris looking like one of those G.I. Joe action I figures you, out here that we all used to play with as kids Insane. so far. Insane. Can't make it up. G Rob tweets us. What did do, G Rob? You know, fellas, you haven't talked about Stephon Tuitt yet, with a bunch of question marks oh, and excla- exclamation man. points. Come on,
0: man! It's a feel-good
2: Wednesday, baby. I was trying to not damper
0: your mood today. <laughs> you know that, but uh, yes. Um, well, it was confirmed Cam Hayward, by Cam yeah, Hayward yesterday. Cam Hayward confirmed it yeah. yesterday that Stefan Tuitt was not at uh, OTAs. Um, that that was correct, um, based off of what Cam Hayward did say. <sighs>
2: All right, let's break it out all right i'm not Calm, the most... concerned worried panicked where you at i mean i'm definitely panicked on it
0: but i've been panicked every time we hear kevin cobert speak on the situation and it's always a lot of mum's the word um not a lot of clarity not a lot of direct information being given from him to us and Typically, that's not how he operates in terms of Kevin Cobble when he's talking about players that are coming back from injury. Typically, you know, with certain guys, he's fine being open with. But with this whole situation, it's just been so secretive, and you typically aren't being like that unless it's worse than what you're letting it on to be. So him not being here, yes, that that does make me feel even more panicked on the situation in terms of will we see him? At any point throughout this OTA period, or even when we get to minicamps, now we know this is still the voluntary portion of it, so he is not breaking any rules by not being here. Correct. But we understand just based on the history of OTAs, and especially in Pittsburgh, what they mean and the type of attendance that mm-hmm. we uh, that we have here, it just it doesn't sit well with me as a former player. If that makes sense, no, well, it certainly I can say it that
2: way it certainly does. And, and you obviously you've got that experience, you've been there. Um, I, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to completely write him off just yet until, you know, until we get to that mandatory mini camp, but this was, I think we were all hopeful that this was going to be the time that put those concerns to bed, you know, that, that alleviated those concerns that he would be out here and it would be, all right, we're good. You know, we're, we're good to go. Um, unfortunately that's not the case. Yeah. unfortunately. Rod Dalla tweets us and says, shout out to James Daniels, the Youngstown native. That's right. I forgot he yeah, was from Y-Town. Yeah. I should have. Mm, I, I, I messed up. From Warren. Dale tells us Warren. Warren. I, Put some respect uh, on it. Discriminating Here we those, go. those Youngstown guys out there. there, there we there's go. Warren. There's what? There's Borman. Um, there's Austin Town, I think. Yeah. Should have asked him the best pizza in the mm. area. Messed up on that one. As someone who lived in Borman myself for two years, I got some strong Youngstown pizza takes. That is a great place for Italian food and pizza, uh, without a doubt. Um, let's see here. Da, 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 da. Our buddy David Arthur Moats, the Photoshop shop extraordinaire himself, um, you know, says with one of the biggest offseasons in team history, Ben Roethlisberger on the way out, Kevin Colbert no longer general manager, all the new faces and youth. Getting plugged in. I'm excited to watch it all play out. Where's this season rank for you guys all time for this team's most drastic changes? Oh, well, see, now that would be a good question for our colleague I Dale. I was about to say. Yeah, um, I don't feel like I was qualified but, for this question. man. I mean, in, in, in my in my <laughs> lifetime, this is this is certainly at the top of the list. Um, you you're you're replacing a Hall of Fame quarterback and a potential we think Hall of Fame general manager in the same off season uh, for an organization that. You know, hasn't had a major change like that since Bill Cowher retired and Mike Tomlin was hired in 2007. Yeah. I said if it wasn't, yeah, this has to be the, for from my understanding,
0: this has to be the biggest turnover. The other time I would have thought of was when I came over here in 2014. That was when you brought uh, Mike Mitch, uh, Darius hayward Bay came over. Um, I think of us drafting Ryan Shazier, Stephon Tewitt and company, guys that we're still talking about to some capacity now. That – was my other second guess, <laughs> just because of the free agency with that, and because I was a part of the class. But other than that, yeah, this has to be it.
2: I think you are correct.
0: I'm sure some like I'm sure it's one of them like classes in like the '90s, or you know, it's all season like, oh no, we had one one of those. This one right here was it. But yeah, I'm, I don't. I'm not qualified
2: for it. Yeah, uh, no, no. Uh, uh. If you're not qualified, then I'm definitely not qualified. Although, I mean. I mean technically you're more qualified than me and vet in, in, yes. in, in that mm-hmm. in that but yeah like I said I mean think about it My, <laughs> I'm 31 years old Ben Roethlisberger, 18 years <laughs> Kevin Kevin Colbert, 22 years I yeah. mean no, Mike, not, Tom- not, Mike Tomlin, not a lot of excitement 15 years man and believe me that's a good thing I mean it could be the other way around right it could be Detroit Lions or New York Jets or, or one of these other Cleveland Browns franchise mm-hmm. you know where they've like had more head coaches than you know than you have hats in your in your closet in, in a in a given year. And I'm a hat um, guy. And you're a hat guy, uh, but yeah, this this certainly is, uh, I think, a, a substantial offseason of change, without a doubt. Uh, Julie points. Uh, Julie tweets us and says, "Hey, how are you guys? Reminder though that Cam Hayward did say Stefan Tuitt would play this season. Let's go. We're doing well, Julie." Good to have you checking in. Speaking of, uh, you know, we had Mm -hmm. Chase Claypool around here a few minutes ago. Yes, we did. Fellow Canadian on the tweets and Julie. Um, Yeah, you know what? I should have asked you that when we were talking about you Do you put much stock into Cam Hayward saying he's going to play, or is that what you expect Cam Hayward to say as his teammate and his defensive captain and, and one of the leaders of this team?
0: No, that's what you're supposed to say as a player. Your job as a player is not to say anything negative or anything that's, oh, man, this is going to hurt this guy or, you know, be a detriment to him. So you always err on the side of positivity. You can never go wrong with saying, yeah, I think he's going to be here. Absolutely he's going to be here. But we know in the past, regardless if we're talking about this situation or even if we're talking about contract stuff with uh, L Bell. remember with that situation, oh, he's going to be back by this week, he'll be back by that week. We know that that's not always <laughs> that is not, and those are yeah, just you just brought up a very
2: dark period. Yeah, of time but but there. those
0: are two very different scenarios. But both of them entailed, you know, players speaking for other players, and it not working out. That's just the reality of it. So even though Cam said it, I feel like that's what you have to say because I know if I was a teammate, that's what I would say. But now in the media vein of it, when we're looking back on this thing, I just. Like I said, it just doesn't make me feel as good about it. Now, obviously, Minicamp will tell us some more information because that's the mandatory part, and he does have to be here for that. So if he is here, okay, what's the participation level looking like? Hmm. What's the interest looking like? But if he's not here for that, well,
2: I think that that's even more uh, telling going forward. I think that's well said by you. Jeff wants to know your thoughts on what you've seen from Devin Bush and Miles Jack getting some work together so far.
0: Um, yeah, for me, man, I think that they uh, communicated extremely well yesterday because um, I don't know if I can completely talk about what I saw today <laughs> just yet. I think broad brushes, are, broad yes, brushes, yes, yes, yes. But uh, yesterday, yesterday, I thought the communication was really well between those two guys. Um, I thought that they flew around where they needed to. It's still difficult to see. Mm-hmm. The improvements that I want in Devin Bush, because his, I think, is more from a physical perspective. I didn't think I didn't think at last year. He couldn't run fast and he couldn't shuffle and things like that. I thought it was more so when it was time to play against some of these bigger offensive linemen and have to be downhill. That's where he struggled at. So it's hard to evaluate that in the attire that they're wearing, being that it's just helmets. But I thought as a whole, the communication between him and Miles was really good, though.
2: Chris wants to know, uh, as it relates to Steelers' uh, new offensive line coach, Pat Meyer, how that affects what their, the, the decisions that they've decided to, to delegate with positions with guys like James Daniels and Mason Cole and Kendrick Green.
0: Yeah, I'm sure Pat definitely played a role in that thing. Oh, absolutely. Man. Yeah, um, but at the same time, I think that it's very fluid because Pat is still – new you know they're they're trying to understand his, he's trying to figure out his all mindset the guys he's, he's trying too. to absolutely yeah. so it's going to be a filling in, a filling out process a learning process and i do think um in certain capacities it will be a benefit but i just think it's one of those things that we're just going to have to give that a little bit more time i don't think that you know with the positions that are penciled in right now that the guys are lining up in and ota mm. practice one and two i don't think that that's necessarily the final shuffle that we're gonna see this year. I do think that there still is some room for movement up there depending on what he sees and how these guys continue to emerge and show them what they can and cannot do. I think that's well said
2: by you. Now you know how this always works too. Uh oh. Right? You know you know the people always have to get in the goofy, uh the goofy sidebars. Okay, right? here we go. Rebecca wants me to tell you. Which who,
0: who which Rebecca?
2: The the lit one. Okay, don't you don't you yeah. say Rebecca? Her name is There we go. That's what I was okay. waiting for. She said she wants to tell you that she thinks Aunt Annie's has the best soft pretzels, hands down. You talking about Annie Anne's? Is is that who you're referring to? Aunt Annie's. Who is that? Auntie Anne's. Oh,
0: okay. Yes. Yes, without a doubt. I, I do stand behind that. Auntie Anne's for
2: the win majorly and annies i don't yeah. know what you're talking about bro. is that like the, that's like the uh, that's like the the fruit ropes version you. yeah of, I, <laughs> would say, I don't, I don't fruit yeah. Right I would say i don't know what that is <laughs> <laughs> and, and I was like, who, who? Uh, where what is that <laughs> is that an insect oh <laughs> those are good ones yes every time you go to the mall there's like Come on, seven bro. different how do you how do you onions. not
0: stop by annies yeah i'm saying what's like, go- you- all right real quick what's your go to order there huh uh, I get my pretzel with my cinnamon, extra cinnamon up there, okay. or I get the uh the 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 sticks, the individual pretzel bites with a lot of cinnamon up there okay. and I got to have a lemonade too. Come on man, you know the drinks is fire.
2: You know on a the hot drinks are fire. there's something about a hot day yeah. like today, lemonade just fire, bro. sounds so good yeah. on a on a beautiful mm-hmm. May day here.
0: But the cinnamon shirt it does get messy, though. I'm not gonna lie. It, it does. does get messy. It certainly but does. But it's worth it,
2: though. It certainly does. Now it, you it got me thinking it.
0: about that too. So I need, so I need to stop by Cheesecake Factory on the way home, and get me a cheesecake. Then yep. I need to hit the mall and get yep. me, give me a couple of, you know, a couple onions. Yep. Then after that, what, what else are we talking about? I gotta go to fast, get me the some fat wings, get some wings. Uh, we said you might, on the place well, too, you right? might as well
2: get some beer to go from Hofbra House. Oh yeah, here. yeah, there we
0: go. I gotta go to Hofbra House. Okay. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs>
2: Uh, you know what else is down here? Milkshake Factory too. Ooh, you get the you get the cheesecake and the and, on, and the uh, and the milkshake. Milkshake Factory. That's how, you welcome, that's how you welcome the kids home. Phenomenal. from school.
0: And then on top of that, I just saw my favorite guy, Kev. You know who Kev is? He's the head chef down here. Oh, you know I love the head chef. He's the man. Come on, thing. When the last time I played here, 2017. Mm-hmm.
2: Still hugged him like a, like a long lost brother. He Kev. Made Kev. Oh, for, for our draft oh, coverage a few weeks ago. He made a meal. Surfing, Come on surf and turf. Don't play with Kev. Steak. Don't you play with lobster Kev. Lobster tail. Kev don't, play that no. Kev, don't play in that kitchen. cheese. Kev, don't play in that
0: kitchen. So you got me thinking about all type phenomenal. of food, man. But we'll continue, it though. It was phenomenal.
2: All right, last one because we only got about 60 seconds here until we got to go to break. Wallace tweets and says, you know, tell Arthur Motes I tried Sour Patch Kids for the first time Uh-oh. today. Not bad. Ah.
1: <laughs> hey, there we go. I want to
0: know what took you so long, Welcome Wallace. to the family, brother. Welcome, <laughs> welcome, welcome. Yeah, what took you so long, man? You missing out on all this awesomeness that is Sour Patch Kids, baby.
1: No yes, doubt.
0: indeed. No Try doubt. it again. They only get better. I can assure you of that. But with that being said, man, I do want to give a big-time shout-out to everybody in the Power Grid, the megawatts that was with us tuning in on our journey today with that bonus hour. Bonus hour. Got to give a shout-out to Jacob back home, man, producing us on the yeah, ones and twos. and Zach as well, and too. And Zach, absolutely. Hour, N- yep. Nice little tandem action going on over there, man, keeping the sounding extra crispy and working through all the, uh, you know, Eventful happenings hey, of a live we show are out on, on site. We are out on site. On yes, and things, things happen, yes. Things happen. But also, man, to the best co-host in the world, my main man, Wesley Euler. Hollin' your boy, Arthur Moses. Absolutely, man. But you want to keep that dial tuned in right here, man, because you got some more content coming up, man, with Matt Williamson and the amazing Dale Lolly right here for the next three hours. So, you know what to do. Keep it tuned here, and you can catch us tomorrow, same time, same place, as always, on your 24-7 home of the Black and the Gold Steelers Nation Radio.